It's the supernatural hour. Hello, everyone. This is Bishop E.O. Ansa, General Overseer, Kingdom Life Ministry. This is your hour of healing, deliverance, restoration, and breakthrough. Remember, no problem is too large for God's intervention, and no person is too small for God's attention. It is by His grace. It's not by our works, not by our strength, not by our power. It is by His grace. That is why we need to take time out every day to celebrate the grace of God. Amen. Vested and rooted in the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, His blood has purchased us from our sins, from our iniquities. We have been ushered into the corridors of God and given a rope called the rope of righteousness. It's by the grace of God that we always have this very ordeal. Conquer, overcome, defeated, that no problem is too large for God's intervention and no person is too small for God's attention. Amen. Welcome to Supernatural Hour and God bless you for tuning in to this program. Your morning devotion with Bishop E.O. Ansa right here in the studio. But we bless the name of the Lord that this subject has been going very well. And God is teaching us deep-seated things that otherwise we may not have known. Our God has found supernatural hour, a great window of opportunity, of grace, of salvation of healing, of deliverance, restoration, and breakthrough to humanity. Regardless of wherever you are, the power of the Lord knows no distance. Oh, faith knows no distance. The word of the Lord will come to you in the might and power of God. Our God is merciful. Our God is gracious. He is good. He is kind. His mercies endures forever. Amen. 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 Oh Lord, turn our test into testimonies. Hallelujah. And we have been dealing with issues pertaining to your practical life on planet Earth. That life is not straight. That life is bad. Life is wicked. Life is not kind. Life is twisted. Life is unfair. Life will never give you what you deserve until you fight for it. Life delivers dangers. Life brings about diseases, death, disasters, distresses. Life brings demons after us. Life is twisted and crooked. 
Life is not as nice as we think. God gave the Zoe life, the God kind of life, but satanic interruptions and abuse. They have hijacked the proper life that is meant to be yours. And so we live in a world that is a war zone. And you've got to learn how to fight. So the Bible says, do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So God prescribes prayer and the work of faith to defeat the vicissitudes of life. To defeat the ups and downs of life. To defeat the horrors of life. The ills of life. The messing up of the enemy is brought to an end because we have faith in Jesus. And above all, God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Hallelujah. Amen. And so today, or should I say this morning, share the video, like, love, comment, and share the video on Facebook. We are also streaming live on TikTok. Wherever social media leads us, we are there to deliver the gospel. Technology was made for the proclamation of the gospel. Dealing with overcoming adversity. Turning your obstacles into opportunities. Hallelujah. Overcoming adversity. Overcoming difficulty. Hard times. Distress. They will be overcome. Amen. And we are going to turn our obstacles into opportunities. Because we are not ordinary people. We are the children of the Most High God. We are the sons of the creator of the entire universe. We are about to see something that Paul wrote in the book of what? 2 Corinthians, the chapter of 4, 17 to 18. Let's hear the reading of the word of God. Pastor Sandy, let it flow. For our light affliction. For our light affliction. Which is but for a moment. Which is but for a moment. Is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Is working for us. I love it. It's working for us a far more exceeding weight of glory. Why? We do not look at the things which are seen. Whilst we do not look at the things which are seen. But at the things which are not seen. But at the things which are not seen. But the things which are seen are temporary. For the things which are seen are temporary. But the things which are not seen are eternal. But the things which are not seen are are eternal. eternal. Oh my God. You know, the so Paul that used to be called Saul because Saul was born in Tarsus in Cilicia what, what we will call in our modern day Turkey 
In fact, he was Jewish by descent or by father and mother. And he was a Benjamite. And this guy called Paul was a religious zealot. He was zealous in religion and persecuted Christians. Why? Because he believed that the laws of Moses and the Pharisaic teachings were so important that anything different he would oppose. In fact, he took the charge on himself to walk about arresting Christians. If you may know, he was the guy that guarded the cloaks and the coats of people who were stoning Stephen. And so Paul, who was Saul, was a witness to the stoning of Stephen. And he was arrested on his way to Damascus. On the road to Damascus, Jesus revealed himself unto Paul, who was then Saul, and said, I will teach you how to suffer for my sake. Hallelujah. And we see this Paul as an apostle of grace, especially to the Gentiles. And we see that his words were so encouraging, bringing hope to our hearts, even in hopeless situations. And right now, what we read is Paul calling adversities and troubles and the hardness of life, the dangers of life, the distresses, the disasters. He calls them light affliction. My God, light affliction. And it's also momentary. That means it is not permanent. So the light afflictions are momentary and light afflictions are just but for a moment. That is what Apostle Paul is saying. So we must stop looking at the things which are temporal and we must start looking at the things which are eternal. What does it mean? Paul wants to say that in life there are difficulties. Difficulties in our jobs, in our businesses, in our marital relationships, difficulties in our daily routines and activities, difficulties when we face health problems and health issues. There are lots of difficulties, financial difficulty, health challenges. We see difficulties in our economy, political difficulties, governmental difficulties, unemployment difficulties, hardships that fall on us unawares. And Paul is saying, all these things will attack you. All these things will trouble you, regardless of whether you are a believer or not. In fact, sometimes, even when you are a believer, is when you are hit so hard. But he's trying to encourage us that in all of these things, three things may result. Number one, that the adversity or the difficulty or the trouble can produce in us good fruit. Amen. It can produce in us good fruit. Amen. And as it produces in us good fruit, number two, it can also raise your head past the temporary life we live in into eternal life. Amen. And so Paul is saying that sometimes the pain, the pressure, 
the trouble, all the ordeal will wake us up and it will give us a nudge. It will now make us know that this life is not the real thing. Mm. That this life is not the real McCoy. Mm. That we should go past this life into a life that God is presenting to us and that is eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So by the troubles we face, Pastor Asante, by the dangers the devil throws at us, by the daily difficulty, we are assured that this world is not our home, but we are just passing through. And there are treasures that are glorious that lie at yonder. And we now begin to lift our eyes beyond the natural and we begin to look at the supernatural. Amen. Number third blessing of difficulty and adversity is that we are able to tell of the goodness of God and of the grace of God to others because we know that this world is not the real thing. So we tell people Jesus is Lord. We tell people he has come to redeem us. We tell people that there is a place of eternity called the New Jerusalem City. Hallelujah. Then we lift our heads in hope and in expectation of that glory. That is why Paul said all this trouble is working in us enough weight of glory because if it was not for the trouble, we would have just pumped ourselves in a bankrupt world, in a sinking ship of this world. If all things went well, we would have lived comfortably in a world that is sinking. But because we face troubles on a daily basis, and because Jesus lives in us, we are able to overcome adversity. But at the same time, we know that God should lead us to a place of eternity and we know that this world is but for a moment and we now lift our eyes we cease to look at the things that are temporary we fail to now look at the things that are physical the things that confront us and we look at the treasures of eternity. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Amen. And so Paul said in Romans chapter 5, read from verse 1 to 5. Now hear the reading of the word of God. Romans chapter 5, we are reading from verse 1 to 5. Let it flow. Therefore, Having been justified by faith. Therefore, having been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. Through the same Jesus Christ, we have access into his grace by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 
there is hope for us. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so because of that hope, because we understand that this life will pass away and eternal life will introduce itself, we rejoice in that hope. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he comes to say, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Ooh. Knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Mm. And perseverance, character. Mm. And character, hope. Mm. Now, hope doesn't disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Whoa. So, Paul is saying we do not only rejoice in the hope of tomorrow mm. when Jesus comes again, when we have to live forever, yes. but we also rejoice in our tribulations. Yes. Yeah. Overcoming adversity. Amen. Turning difficulties into opportunities. Amen. My God, we also rejoice in tribulations. Mm. What kind of thing is this? Mm. We also rejoice in difficulties. Amen. Can you imagine mm. that when you are in pain, mm. you must be rejoicing? Oh. Yes. Can you imagine that when the enemy is buffeting you left, right, and center, mm. in you must be a space for rejoicing? Amen. We rejoice also in tribulations. Why? Because we know that tribulation will produce perseverance. Hallelujah. The art of moving on regardless of hardship. Hallelujah. Patience. We will now receive perseverance. Mm. And went ahead to say perseverance also will produce character. Hallelujah. So the trouble is building me up. The trouble is maturing me. In other words, tribulations and difficulties, they are God's gymnasium. Amen. That is how God takes you to the gym Mm. to mature your biceps Mm. and your triceps Mm. and to give you six pack. Mm. Hallelujah. So that you will look right. Mm. So that you will look great. Mm. Hallelujah. And then you will look fit Mm. to run the race of life. So Paul the Apostle saw something that we need to understand in our day Mm. because that is where most of us we blame God. Mm. That is what most of us we backslide. Mm. That is what most of us we begin to throw tantrums that is why most that is where most of us we begin to question god and we question the the authenticity of god and we begin to raise questions but faith in paul is teaching us a great lesson today and the lesson is that let us even rejoice in our tribulation it doesn't mean we will not pray it doesn't mean we will not fast it doesn't mean we won't get into the word it doesn't mean we won't share fellowship it doesn't mean we will not decree and declare but we should not be stressed up to the degree that we want to throw in the towel. But let us learn the art of warfare from the Apostle Paul that rejoiced tease the devil. Say thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. And rejoice and praise God. Yes, you are going through affliction, alright, but when the praise song began, you were the first to jump into the dancing floor. Oh my God, my God, my God, my God. God, my God, when you are worshipping, it is clear and sincere that your God is alive. 
Yes. So you will realize that perseverance produces character. So your character is built up, and character also produces hope. Hallelujah. And then Paul said, Hope in God does not disappoint. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad or poured in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Now, if you remember, Paul once upon a time said, There exist three things. What are they? Love, faith, and hope. Hallelujah. So he says, Faith will never disappoint. Hope will never disappoint you. Why? Because faith is predicated or rested on hope. Yes. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. Mm. The evidence of what is not seen. So when your hope is in God, it means you have faith. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. And then if you have faith, what makes faith work is the love of God. Oh. Hallelujah. Yes. And the love of God has been poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Oh yes. Now I understand why Paul said that I am convinced that neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons, neither principalities nor powers, neither present nor future affairs, neither heights nor depths nor anything else in all creation can separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus my Lord. I understand that because when you come into contact with this love of God in your heart you know that God shall neither leave me nor forsake me. You know that in this distress God will teach me things I didn't know at first. You also know that this God is taking you somewhere where glory is. What a mighty God we serve. This God is a good God. This God is a great God. And so you need to understand that this apostle called Paul went through lots of troubles. Mm. Oh, you see, the fact that you are chasing God and you are passionate about God Mm. doesn't mean troubles will not come. Mm. Let's look at Paul's trouble. Mm. In the second book of Corinthians, Mm. the chapter of 11, Mm. let's see what Paul spoke about talking about the warfare of life, 23 to 27. Let's hear something right there. Are there ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. Uh-huh. I am more. In labors, more abundant. In labors, I have gone through abundant labors. Go ahead. In stripes above measure. Go ahead. In prisons more frequently. Ah, been in prisons more frequently. In deaths often. Go ahead. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Did he receive 39 stripes on his back? How many times? Five times. Three times I was beaten with rods. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. Three times I was shipwrecked. What does it mean? The ship almost sank. Mm. The ship in which I was Mm. almost sank. How many times? Three Three times. times. So three good ships in three good times. Mm. Paul had was almost sinking. Mm. Go ahead. A night and a day I have been in the deep. Night and day I have been in the deep. Mm. In journeys often. In journeys often. Go ahead. Perils of water 
in perils of robbers. Peril means danger. Yes. So dangers in water, mm-hmm. dangers in armed robbers and thieves. Yes. In perils of my own countrymen. My own countrymen put me in danger. In perils of the Gentiles. Perils from the Gentiles. Perils in the city. Persecution from Gentiles. Troubles and persecution from the city. Mm. In perils in the wilderness. In the wilderness trouble. In the in perils in the sea. In perils among false brethren. Oh my God. In weariness and toil. In sleeplessness often. In hunger and thirst. In sleeplessness often. I could not sleep. Mm. Hunger and fastings. Mm. Troubles and wahala. Mm. Allow me to use that word. Mm. Paul said I have seen it all. I have seen it all. And as if that was not enough. Mm. Guess what? A messenger of Satan was also given to him because of abundant revelations so that he will not be proud, so that he will not lift himself up. He was now subdued by a messenger of Satan. And Paul said, Hallelujah, even when I am weak, I am strong. And lost, I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. Second Corinthians chapter 12, 7 to 9. Yes. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelation. Yes, I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of revelation given to me. A thorn in the flesh was given to me. in the flesh was given to me. A messenger of Satan to buffet me. A messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I be exalted above measure. Lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. Concerning this I pleaded with the Lord three good times that Lord let this cup pass me by. Mm. And what happened? And he said to me, that is the Lord said to me. And the Lord said to me. My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Hallelujah. Many theologians and Bible scholars and church leaders have fought so hard to understand the thorn in Paul's flesh. Whether it was excessive persecution or whether it was something of health challenges, whether it was something Paul was struggling with or dealing with, but whatever it is, it is still thorn in the flesh. And who am I preaching to? This morning, you've got to raise your head and understand that God says whatever you are going through is called momentary and light affliction. And you've got to lift your eyes from the physical and move into the spiritual. And this is the word of assurance. This ordeal will not sink you. This challenge will not bury you. This sickness will not kill you. God sent me to tell you that he is the lifter up of your head. And you are going to go past this stage with character, with perseverance, with patience, with hope that shall never fail. And you will beat this adversity 
adversity. Yeah. Overcome this adversity. Yeah. I charge you that you are stronger than you think you are. Yeah. You are turning these difficulties into opportunities. Yeah. Everything you are going through called setback will become a setup for your step up. Yeah. You are rising. Yeah. You are going further. Yeah. You are going higher. Yeah. You are for your next stage. Amen. You are going to for gold. You will neither fail. You will not sink. Amen. You will be healed. Amen. You will overcome Amen. this trouble. Amen. You are going further. Amen. You will lift your head. Amen. You will smile again. Amen. You will dance again. Amen. You will rejoice again. Amen. You will see the goodness of the Lord Amen. in the land no, of sorry. the living. It's the supernatural hour. Hello everyone. This is Bishop E.O. Ansa, General Overseer, Kingdom Life Ministry. This is your hour of healing, deliverance, restoration, and breakthrough. Remember, no problem is too large for God's intervention and no person is too small for God's attention.